This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Leiter. It's always game day in Cleveland. We're going to switch gears and start talking about some other stuff that's going on with the Browns, especially with their game at 1 o'clock against against Pittsburgh coming up on Sunday. But first, good news for Joe Thomas. Uh, He is a finalist for the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Um, Not shocked, not surprised by that, and very excited for Joe. Uh, Your thoughts, Daryl? Yeah, you know, um, man, he, he had a tough time here in Cleveland. Let, let's be honest about it. Not him personally, but professionally. It was not an easy play. It was not an easy career for him. He played through so much and so many injuries. He's going to be a, I, I feel confident. I don't want to jinx him, but I have a feeling this is the year of Joe Thomas. I have a feeling that the Cleveland Browns will play in the Hall of Fame game in Canton, Ohio. And um, just what he went through and listening to him talk on NFL Network Wednesday night. And he said, yeah, you know, I get it. People say he didn't make the playoffs and didn't play on winning teams. And that he goes, but look at the guys I blocked for. <laughs> look at all those quarterbacks. Like they're not exactly Hall of Famers. And it's easy to block for Tom Brady all the time. But try blocking for three and four or five, six different guys a year and having six and seven head coaches and 20 offensive coordinators and this, that, and the other. Uh, and, and so I, I'm happy for him. It's it's well-deserved. Uh, again, I think he's going to get in on the on the first ballot. But this, this is the year of Joe Thomas. This is the year of 73, right? Uh, the Browns are going to retire his number, I think, someday uh, in the coming years here uh, after he gets his gold jacket and his bust rests in uh in the hallowed halls down in canton ohio but um yeah he went through he had every reason to give up like you know we 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 spent a lot of this podcast talking about the human element let's talk about the human element for joe thomas all the quarterbacks all the turnover uh, turnover in the building and the turmoil and and that and and if there was ever a dude that could just say you know bleep this it was joe thomas right nobody 
would have begrudged him having to miss season finales because he was just so beat up from the season and needed to get surgery or whatever in the off, you know, off season surgery to, to fix all the, the, the problems he played through and he never did. And not only did he show up every Sunday, Andy, with those injuries, he was the best in the business. Like, that's the thing. Not only did he play hurt, not only did he play for a thousand quarterbacks, not only did he play for a crappy organization and on terrible teams, he was the best in the business at his position. And that's a Hall of Famer to me. It really is. It's it's easy to look at a guy's resume and count Pro Bowls, all pros, Super Bowl championships and stuff like that. But when you actually look at the nitty gritty of Joe Thomas's career here with the Cleveland Browns, you're damn right he's a Hall of Famer. Daryl, I'm just think, trying to think. Uh, um, Joe Lamalure, the last Brown. I'm trying Offensive to think of the, Yeah, no, I'm trying to think of the oh, last the player last from Browns the Cleveland Browns to beat. Yeah, um, I think it might have been him. And I mean, let's be honest; it's not like his whole career was played in Cleveland. You know, I mean, look, I, you know, one of my criticisms of the Browns is I don't feel like they did enough to help Clay Matthews get in. I, I, I just, I don't feel like that. Still they out really, there. There's, a, I mean, he still has I, a chance to get in, right? He has a chance, but he should have gotten in through the, re, you know, through the regular route. Um, but um, Wait, actually, I'm just trying Max, to remember, did Ozzy get in Max, before? No, it, was, it was Max Speedy. Max Speedy. Oh, it was went. Max Speedy. Okay. Yeah, posthumous. Um, he was in the class of 2020. And what year was Warfield? Or not Warfield. Um, Ozzie Newsom. Ozzie's been in. For yeah, Ozzie went in. Yeah, yeah Ozzie. I'm trying to remember what year Ozzie went in. I just looked it up real quick. Um, hmm. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, it's just it's so weird when you look at the list, Daryl, of how. The last thirty years are just missing, you know. That you would think so. I'm, I'm, I, like the the Browns have seventeen members in the Hall of Fame. That's the sixth highest. I should put this way: since nineteen ninety nine, the Baltimore Ravens have a hell of a lot more Hall of Famers than the Browns do since ninety nine. Fair enough. That's a fair. That's a fair point. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And in fact, those Ravens owe the Browns a big old Mwah, thank you and bouquets of flowers for the fact that they are Hall of Famers. <laughs> At least there's one Baltimore Raven who's not in the Hall of Fame. Well, yes, that's true. That, yeah, that, so, um, I, I do. I'm glad he's in, he's. I'm glad he's a, a finalist here. And like I said, my my gut feels pretty good about his uh, his chances. Forty nine members will uh, a forty nine member committee will get together uh, Super Bowl weekend in Phoenix. Right, that's where they're playing the Super Bowl this year. Um, yeah, we were LA last year, Phoenix this year. Yeah, they they will get together and the the presentations will be made for each of those uh, fifteen finalists. Uh, by the respective uh, leads in their markets, uh, football writers, and um, and then you know they'll vote. And I do think that when it's all said and done, um, Joe Thomas will be one of the uh, one of the one of those introduced during NFL Honors. Remember, they unveil the right. Hall of Famers at NFL Honors uh, the night before the Super Bowl. Well, that'd be great. I hope he's there, um, Daryl. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. And I think what we'll do is we'll, um, you know, I, I just, before we go, I just want to touch on one more thing. 
Um, the Steelers, obviously, this Sunday. And we had a phone call today that just really irked me. Just some guy who called up and said, uh, he would call himself Mr. Pittsburgh or something. I can't remember what he called himself. And he said, uh, well, you know, the Steelers, this one's in hand. It's easy. They're going to win it because they've got all the momentum. They want to be in the playoffs. The Browns have nothing to play for. And I was like, I don't know. It's the first time since 88 the Browns have had a chance to sweep the Steelers. Do the Browns really want to finish the season in last place? Um, I do think there are a lot of things on the line for this team on Sunday. And I, I'm looking forward to seeing how much, you know, how much they can put into this game. I want them to win this game badly. I mean, it's it's our Super Bowl. It's the end of the year. This is it. We're done. So you might as well leave it all on the field on Sunday. And I really hope that the Browns don't go out there and go, well, you know what, season's over, no big deal. I, I'm just praying that doesn't happen. They haven't done it yet. And um, right. they thoroughly enjoyed eliminating the Washington Commanders. So if you think they enjoyed that, I got news for the Steelers. They're really gonna they're really gonna enjoy ending your season too. Um and not finishing in in last place. Cause the the winner of this game finishes in third place in the division. The loser uh finishes in last, even though they'll have the same records. Um, you know, if the Steelers win, obviously they will have the better record. But if the Browns win, they'll tie they'll uh, both teams will be eight and nine, but the Browns get the tiebreaker. Uh, by virtue of the sweep that you mentioned has not occurred since 1988. Uh, I'm no math expert, but I know that, holy crap, that was a long time ago. Um, I, no, I was effort, just out of high school. Effort, not. I wasn't even in high school in, in 88. Um, and I'm in my mid-40s. But they. Uh, I don't think effort's going to be a problem. It, it has an effort hit. Look, eff, I never question effort. That's That's one of my pet peeves. Uh, in our business is when people want to question players' efforts. Um, you can question execution. You can question physical and mental mistakes. I, it's one thing I will never do is question a professional athlete's effort. Um, and um, I, I think that they're going to want to go to Pittsburgh and they're going to they're going to want to end the Steelers' season. I have no doubts in my mind. And and yeah, you're right. This is it. This is what the Browns have to play for. This is a feather in their cap, the opportunity. And this is what makes this, this is what can make this rivalry a rivalry again, right? Go back to 2020 when the Browns beat the Steelers to, you know, get in the playoffs uh, and then beating the Steelers the the following week in the, you know, in the playoffs uh, in Pittsburgh. I know it was a COVID year, but to, to really get that off their back, um, to play meaningful games. Like that's why Steelers Ravens is now the mo one of the most intense rivalries in the national football league, because you play meaningful games and it, you know, this is a meaningful game for the Steelers. They have to beat the Browns. If they don't beat the Browns, they're, they're done. They're cooked. And even if they beat the Browns, they have to sit and wait and hope and pray a couple of things go their way, uh, to get in. But, um, yeah, th this has, uh, this could spice up the rivalry again if the Browns can knock them out of the playoffs because for years and years, and understandably so, hard for the Steelers to take the Browns seriously, right? Because they just have, you know, for many years dominated um, during those lean years of the Browns this series. But the Browns have come back in recent years and been very, very competitive, won some important games. So another opportunity to wait. I am not worried about effort on Sunday. I, I'm just, you know, hoping that it, it's an entertaining, good, clean football game. 
Hope you're right. And we'll talk about it after the game on Sunday. It'll be our final post-game edition of the season. It'll be the Browns and Steelers, and we'll talk about it on It's Always Game Day in Cleveland. We'll do that Sunday night. For Meredith Kane, our producer, he's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. If you like what you're listening to, subscribe to the show. If you want to be a part of the show, hit us up on social media at CLE on both Instagram and Twitter. It's always game day in Cleveland.